can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Before we begin today's episode of Beauty IQ Uncensored, we acknowledge First Nations people as the traditional owners of the lands and waters of Australia. We recognise and pay our respects to elders past, present and future whose lands were never ceded. Welcome to another bonus episode of Beauty IQ Uncensored. I'm your host and resident mythbuster, Joanna Fleming. In these bonus episodes, sometimes with the help of a special guest, I'll be answering your common beauty questions so you don't have to go digging for the answers yourself. So I'm back for another Mythbuster episode. Today I have the ultimate Mythbuster of all time, Dr. Michelle Wong, aka Lab Muffin Beauty Science with me. Welcome. Thank you for having me. My absolute pleasure. Now Michelle does co-host season two and season one of Skincare School, the podcast, which you can find anywhere that you listen to podcasts. It is an Adore Beauty podcast and is co-hosted by Amy, who's our former senior editor. So if you want to go and have a listen to that, there's lots of information in there, especially around myth busting. But today we're going to be talking about drinking water. Now, Michelle, I have to admit to you, I do not drink enough water for an adult human. Like I barely drink any water, which is really bad. My skin should look terrible. For some reason, it looks like it's hydrated, but I am severely dehydrated at all times. And I probably, I would say, drink maybe maybe 750 mils a day, I reckon, not even a litre. So I'm very minimal on the water and I wanted to know how that would be impacting my skin. So can we start with a question around what's actually happening with oily and dry skin? So at a cellular level, what are the key differences between having oily skin and having dry skin? So this is going to sound like a really ridiculous answer, but oily skin has more oil. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So let's drill down into it. So oily skin, there's really two types of oil on your skin. There's the oil that comes from the pores, which is called sebum. Like there's a little sebaceous gland which produces oil at the bottom of each pore and that will come out. And then the other type of oil is the little packets of oil that are in skin cells. So as your skin cells grow, they start off at the bottom of your epidermis and then they start growing Mm -hmm. and then they slowly die and then they turn into the top dead cells of your skin, which you'd need. Don't take them all off. (laughs) But as they die, they spit out these little packets of oil and that oil turns into the skin barrier. So the skin barrier has this sort of brick and mortar structure and it's like the mortar in between the bricks. And that oil actually waterproofs the skin, so it helps keep water in your skin and keep other stuff out. And yeah, so because of that oil, the two types of oil are correlated. So if you have more of the sebum, then you'll probably have more of this barrier oil as well. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have as much of this oil, then your skin will lose water a lot more easily. It won't have as much oil. And then your skin cells will start coming off too easily. And that's how you get that sort of scaly, powdery, dry skin. Okay, that makes sense. That's a good explanation. 
So when it comes to dry skin, are some of us more susceptible to having dry skin than others? Yeah. And it is mostly your parents' fault. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it is mostly genetics, but it can also be exacerbated by other factors. Mm-hmm. I think most of us know if we go overseas sometimes, then our skin will get drier or less dry if there's aircon and heating. Mm. There's also things like diet. If you have like a wildly unbalanced diet where you're not eating enough oils, for example, that you can't produce yourself, then you're going to have less of these important oils in your skin. There's also hormones. For example, if you take the contraceptive pill, usually that decreases your oil production. Mm -hmm. And there's also things like skincare products. If you're using a really harsh cleanser, Mm -hmm. then your skin will get more dry. And finally, I wanted to ask the water question. Does our water intake actually affect the hydration levels of our skin? It does, but not as much as you'd think. Because first off, I'm assuming you drink other things other than water, right? Like coffee and stuff like that. Are you counting that in your three cups? I'm no. So I drink tea. I drink two cups of tea a day and then probably maybe three glasses of water. So the tea will count as water as well. Good. So there's this whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. Otherwise you would be a prune. Yeah, so there's this whole thing where um, I think we've all been told at some point, you know, coffee actually dehydrates mm-hmm. you more than it hydrates yes. you. That is not true. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it that. counts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so caffeine doesn't make you pee that much. You will mm-hmm. still get a net hydration there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, water intake, it doesn't matter as much as you'd think. There have been a number of studies over the years, and generally they found that there was a slight increase in skin water levels, but People had to drink a lot more in these studies to get a little bit of benefit. So usually people are drinking two extra liters a day, which is eight extra cups. A couple of studies also looked at one extra liter, which is four cups, and they increased the skin hydration level by about 15%, which is the same as a moisturizer. Okay. So that is a lot of effort for just like extra moisturizer. So if you're someone who doesn't like drinking a lot of water, well, I don't either. Mm -hmm. Although I discovered soda streams and that has been a game changer for my water intake. See, I'm not a fan of soda water. Yeah. Everyone (laughs) always says, why don't you just drink soda water? I hate it. (laughs) I love static. Yeah. So I think honestly, it won't make that much difference. In the studies, they found that people who didn't drink that much water to begin with, Mm -hmm. and by water, they mean any drink. So these are people who are drinking three cups of liquid a day. They had the biggest changes, but for people who drank five cups, which I feel like your intake probably is closer to, Mm -hmm. they had a lot less of a change. So honestly, I think if you want to drink more water, you can do it, but don't do it just for more hydrated skin because adding a moisturizer, adding a hydrating serum is probably going to do a lot more for a lot less effort. Yeah. So topicals are probably more effective for our skin, but I'm sure my other organs are probably screaming out for some extra water (laughs) every day. Yeah. Because like your skin is the last place your water goes. It's like the furthest away from your inside. So yeah, but your other organs, maybe think about those. So you don't think chugging back an extra like two litres a day is worth it for me? I should just continue on my five cups of liquid. I think that's probably better. Plus, I mean, you work at a door, so (laughs) you've got all the skincare. I've got all the skincare. You're right. So I also heard that apparently everyone's water intake or recommended water intake is different. Like, you know how we used to be told, you know, eight cups a day is what you should be drinking. I've recently heard that actually everyone is different and it's not 
exactly appropriate that you would be drinking a certain amount that someone else is drinking because there might be another volume of water that's right for you. Is that right? Yeah. So all this like eight cups of water a day, that is completely based on really crappy studies. Okay. Um, and it's just been perpetuated through time. So yeah. I can't remember the year, but there was a medical journal that put like you need to drink. Um, I think in America they call it four times four. So four times four ounces or something, but that was like their medical myth of the year. Okay. So yeah, you don't need to drink that much water or not everyone needs to drink that much water. It really depends on how much other intake you have. So if you're drinking other drinks, also your food contributes about one fifth of your water intake. Okay. Yeah. Because even really dry foods like bread, it's about like 60, 70% water. Really? Yeah. Everything Uh is really moist. I didn't know that. (laughs) Okay. Everything is moist. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Everyone has a different water intake and the best guide is actually thirst. Although a lot of people kind of ignore when they're thirsty and they might misinterpret it as hungry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I let it go past the point of being thirsty and then I just don't drink anything. (laughs) Maybe. Until I'm like, until I've got a splitting headache and then I'm like, "Mm, maybe I haven't had enough water today. (laughs) Maybe work on that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe work on that because yeah, yeah, um, I mean, we've evolved. Our bodies have evolved over millions of years to, you know, give ourselves enough water. So that thirst mechanism works really well as long as you listen to it um, and don't just snack instead, which honestly I do sometimes too, (laughs) most of the time Um, until I found the spicy water. So I don't think I'm one for spicy water, but maybe I can start to put a little bit of cordial or something in my water. I have said this before on this podcast, but I blame my mum because we always had cordial growing up instead of water with our dinner. And so I think as a child, I never really wanted to drink water because I wanted something sweet. So I think that's my issue. So maybe I might just put a dash of cordial in my water and I'll, I'll probably end up drinking two litres of cordial and <laughs> maybe get diabetes, but at least I'm drinking water. I so. mean, you could just drink more tea, honestly. Okay. All right. Except then I might be wired at night. True. My two cups of tea do keep me awake. We'll see. I'm going to experiment with it, but it, it can be maybe my New Year's resolution that I'm going to try and be better with my water intake. Maybe I need a new drink bottle or something. Every time I get a new drink bottle, I find that I drink more water, but only for a while. And then I get sick of that drink bottle. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of complexities here with my water drinking habits. But thank you for busting that myth for us today, Michelle. So basically, don't worry about it. If you're not drinking enough water, it's probably not the reason for your skin being the way it is. Get a good moisturizer and a really good hydrating serum and everything will probably be okay. Well, thank you for joining me today, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated.